0: I'm Jessica, and this is Homecoming, finding yourself in life's little moments. Hi, dear listener. So this is just a short little episode. I'm sitting at home, it's almost 10 o'clock at night, and... I've been pretty much in constant prayer to endeavor to um, address the situation that I find myself in. I'm not going to go into the circumstances specifically, but um, I mentioned it in my previous podcast about my housing situation and, you know, really wanting a kind of... um, you know, really wanting ease and peace and resolution in a beautiful way. So I shared in my previous podcast how I had this extraordinary experience um, having found myself in a kind of physical place, a neighborhood that I hadn't been to before, but with a kind of answered prayer, um, so that podcast is called Help Street and it was like God was helping me and enlivening my soul and healing me in ways that I could never have imagined. So I continue in that mode, you know, of prayer to, um, kind of keep my head above water and also to see how to move, what to do, you know, I'm constantly asking for guidance and um, again, without going into too many specifics, I feel that um, the whole um, endeavor of asking for guidance, you know, is something that can be quite profound and moving and it's as if really now I am, um, you know, pushed into a sort of relationship with the source of hope and faith and guidance, you know, which we call God, the divine, the universe, that which is infinitely great, infinitely vast, and infinitely loving infinitely good and true and beautiful. So one of the ways that guidance comes to me and I've been noticing this for some time is it comes to me in the form of, of signs. Uh, it came to me in the form literally of a sign, a street sign, you know, that said, help street. Um, and again, that's in my previous podcast called Help Street. But uh, those signs take many different forms. Sometimes they take the form of songs, um, of mottos or things that are written on people's t-shirts that I notice as I pass, you know, a person by, I'll see something And uh, many other sorts of things, numbers, um, other kinds of street signs and billboards and um, placards and so on. You know, things will come come to me and I'll have a feeling, you see, dear listener, I'll see something and something will just resonate in a kind of really interesting way like there's something about that that some reason i've just seen that there's some reason that i'm seeing that right now and um i'll give you an example a really beautiful example i'm going to backtrack um, a bit over two years two and a half years when before i arrived in australia i was Exiting a marriage and a lot of other really tough stuff. The divorce had come through, but there was still many loose ends, and I had been in such a chronic state of stress for so long that, um, boy, I mean, I'm telling you, I was I was looking for signs, you know, and like I said, sometimes those. You know things of encouragement and things that would say, "Listen, hang on, hang tight, it'll be okay would come to me as as songs. I had a great uh, good fortune of spending the last nine months in the United States driving a car that I really liked, as I mentioned in my last podcast. I really like cars. <laughs> I don't know why. Maybe it's because my dad did. Maybe it's because my mom did. I mean, I grew up with really interesting kinds of vehicles. The first memory I have of a car was being stuck by the side of the road with the hood of the car that my family car opened and my dad looking inside trying to figure out what was going on. And that car was a Rover, an English Rover. Cars were not that reliable back then dear listener things have improved you know we sometimes go oh you know the good old days but not where cars are concerned cars have gotten better and those rovers we had two of them they were really unreliable i can remember you know the troubles we had <laughs> the car troubles we'd have it was the kind of car that actually when it was cold in the morning and you couldn't start, you couldn't, you couldn't start the engine, you could actually hand crank it, like there was a, a a crank that would fit into this, um, hole in the front of the car, right, and you could actually crank, like you were the, the human starter motor, okay, (laughs) and I remember my mom doing that, you know, starting the rover with this crank, I mean, this was the early 60s, mid-60s, um, we progressed, through various cars but anyway i always loved cars i remember from my 7th or 8th birthday my dad gave himself a present <laughs> of an austin healy 3000 right powder blue convertible beautiful car he didn't keep it that long but if he had kept it somewhere garaged for say subsequent Mm, 30 to 40 years that car would now be worth about $300,000 the reason that I know that is because I saw the exact same car at a uh, a car demo you know a car um, exhibit and I thought oh my gosh and it was $300,000 it was for sale and I thought that was the car my dad had I think he might have paid I don't know 2000 or 3000 back then So anyway, my life has been full of different sorts of cars, and I really like them. I don't have one now, but that's okay. I think cars have kind of become a bit more generic. But anyway, for the nine months prior to my moving to Australia, I drove a brand new bright red Subaru Crosstrek, and I really enjoyed that car. It had a fantastic stereo. It had satellite radio. I leased it. And uh, I was kind of blessed to be able to do it, you know. It it saved me. I had a pretty old car before that that was on its last legs, and that car saved me. That red Subaru saved me, you know, because I was going through it. I was really in, you know, tough circumstances, unbelievable amount of stress. And I would get in that car, and I would just drive. And I'd put on the radio, you know, and songs would come, songs would come at certain times like God was sending those songs to encourage me to say it's going to be okay those songs were signs to me right like that street sign that had help street on it yesterday you know that I talked about in my podcast yesterday help street and then all these other things that happened. So, you know, backtrack to when I was driving my red Subaru Crosstrek and loving it. Grateful Dead Channel, Tom Petty Channel, okay? I mean, there were just certain stations that I would always listen to. And God bless whoever put those things together, you know, the Grateful Dead Channel. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I'd be listening to the Grateful Dead singing, going down the road feeling bad, going down the road feeling bad, going down the road feeling bad. I ain't going to be treated this way, you know? How perfect. Going where the weather suits my clothes. Going where the weather suits my clothes. Going Going where the weather suits my clothes. You know, that was it. It was the song of my life. These words were... The soundtrack, these songs were the soundtrack of my life. But I think the one that kind of really said it all was Tom Petty's beautiful ballad called Wildflowers. That was a song sent to me to presage, presage my future, to help me have faith that my future would come in a beautiful way. And it was like Tom Petty, you know, I sort of wonder what he went through. He must've gone through a lot. You know, he was singing to a woman. He was singing to a woman. And he sings to her, he says, you know, you belong among the wildflowers. You belong in a boat out at sea. Sail away, kill off the hours You belong somewhere you feel free Dear listener That was the message Being sung to me As I endeavored to untie the knots That were holding me down So I could sail away Far away Somewhere where I could feel free And, you know, now two and a bit years later, you know, yes, I'm dealing with this somewhat um, difficult circumstance, but I have come, you know, a long way, a long way. At the threshold of a new decade, 2020, you know, think about it, 2020. The last time, numerologically, that there was a, uh, a year, you know, yes, there was 1919 and 1818, but 2020, right? The last time there was something like that was 1010. That was a thousand years ago, you know? I mean, I think it's significant. Anyone who talks about astrological kinds of things and sorts of planetary and you know shifts and so on you know says this is going to be a really significant year really significant and I think all of this stuff leading up now everything that any of us might be doing to prepare ourselves to clear out the dross you know the flotsam and jetsam of our lives to prepare ourselves and clear ourselves to cleanse ourselves, to heal ourselves so that we may step over the threshold of this year that's going to happen in just just like three weeks from now into a new decade, a new era actually so yeah that's kind of Part of what's been guiding me, you know, these beautiful signs I've been receiving. Some have come in the form of songs, as I say, and um, they've helped guide me to this moment. Grace has brought me here thus far, and grace will lead me on, will lead me home that is what it is and all these things are grace you know they're a grace all these songs all these signs I think I might have just mentioned before you know I, it's a little late I'm a little slow my mind but I passed a man with a t-shirt that said on it in big letters hang tight hang tight hang tight and I knew that was a sign you know because I get this feeling hang tight you belong among the wildflowers you belong in a boat out at sea sail away kill off the hours you belong somewhere you feel free you know this is it all of us each of us on this path on any of our individual paths, you know. Trying to find that place where we feel free. It's a pretty significant time now. And I think these signs are coming faster and with more intent and intensity and um, significance. So look for the signs, you know, that might arise as you grapple with whatever it is you might be grappling with because as I've begun to realize when I just simply open myself and sometimes I'm the most open you know this is the thing we're often the most vulnerable we're often the mo- when we're the most vulnerable we're often the most receptive it's like the silver lining you know in the dark cloud that receptivity to God to these signs to all the ways and the different ways those messages come through to us I passed a sign today that said that this is the year of responsibility to oneself and to God seriously, that's what it said it was a huge big sign in front of a a uh, boys high school parochial high school catholic high school but a year of responsibility to oneself and to others and to God so there's a kind of consummation that's happening there you know kind of coming into being of this duet with the source of This wisdom, this guidance, the source, that great, infinite source that's there. Whenever we call upon it, it's there. That's what's so incredible. It's there. So with that, dear listener, I bid you adieu and good night from the, uh, the shores of the Pacific down here, down under, where Life has been a bit smoggy and smoky but I pray that will also ease. So take good care of yourself and uh, all the best wishes and God bless you now and always now and always. Bye for now. Bye.